Hello, fellow park hoppers. Later this week, we'll be dropping our highly anticipated, most requested episode, our ultimate guide to navigating Genie Plus. However, summer is right around the corner, and we here at A Couple of Park Hoppers want to make sure you are best prepared for those long, hot park days. So, we are re-releasing a throwback episode, giving you some tips and tricks for what to pack in your park bag for a long, hot summer day in the parks to help you keep going all day. Enjoy, and we'll see you real soon. Wow, this place is really cool. No, it's not. It's hot, hot, hot. I'll show you. Olay, 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 olay. Mind on fire. I really feel like these videos are so underrated. All around me, feeling hot, hot, hot. hot. I am <laughs> dancing in front of the microphone right now. This is so much fun. He is. I wish you could all see it. All you older millennial, maybe even Gen X fans listening to this episode right now will remember this version of Hot, Hot, Hot from the Mickey's Fun Songs. The karaoke videos, the VHSs from back in the day. Mickey's uh, fun songs. Disney sing-along songs. Disney sing-along songs. Yes. If those videos are all on YouTube. If you ever want like a nostalgia blast to your mind, go watch those on YouTube. They're so much fun. I will warn you that once you start watching one... Oh, you'll watch them all. You'll watch them all. Especially the Disneyland fun one. That's that's like the one we watch the most in my house. The one that starts with whistle while you work, while yes. all the characters are getting the park ready for the day. And <laughs> and where it ends with all the characters saying bye to you in front of the castle. Oh, I know, which doesn't actually happen. No, I, I, here's the thing. When I first went to Disney, I thought that Mickey Mouse greeted you at the door and then walked you out at the end of the you day. You would think so, judging by those commercials. Yeah, the commercials, the sing-along song videos. It would be worth every penny. For admission, if Mickey Mouse held your hand walking out of Magic Kingdom after the kiss goodnight. Man, I'm going to be 35 this year and I would still weep if that happened. Seriously. Like, for real. And like all the videos of them on the rides with you. It's like, oh, that just looks like the most magical time ever. Yes, please. I will absolutely do that. I mean, I don't think I could ever afford that kind of a day, but I would love to do it. <laughs> so... The topic at hand, we are in the midst of a very warm summer down here in Orlando, Florida, and the parks during the day are quite toasty. And so we wanted to kind of help you guys out for those of you vacationing or those of you even in the area who don't go to the parks that often or even do without an essentials park bag. We wanted to kind of give you guys a list of things that you should put in that bag to help you beat the heat in the Orlando sun. And I do have to say, kudos to that song choice. That yeah. was a beautiful was song perfect, choice. Right? That, that was perfect. <laughs> um, yeah. And one thing that we often hear when our friends come to visit us is, I don't know how you guys do these park days all the time. How do you guys do these park days? Uh, it's really hot here. It is. <laughs> it, even with the stuff that we're about to tell you, it's still going to be really hot. But the things in your bag that we're going to tell you to bring will help you beat said heat. Yes. Um, and I, I, one thing I do have to say is one of these items on your next theme park trip could be what either I want to say makes or breaks how much you enjoy the trip. Because a lot of yeah. times, you know, sometimes there's little things that can kind of mess up your day and it can be something that's personal. It can be being uncomfortable. It could be, you know, having blisters. It can be all sorts of things. So we want every moment that you spend at a theme park to be wonderful. And we're going to start right now with all of these things that you have got to have. So first off, we are going to be going over 10 things in no particular order. Okay. So you can kind of mix and match, use your own version of these things, but make sure that you have this list with you to make sure that you have all your bases covered. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is a battery operated fan. This is kind of a must. Yes. And a good one, though, because there's so many of them out there for very cheap money, but you want to get yourself a good quality one. And we have only found a couple that were actually pretty helpful in the sun. Um, actually, Danny's sister, Megan, has one. It's a it's a portable fan that is battery operated. You recharge it at home with a USB mini device, and it 
is probably the most powerful. It packs the most punch for a small fan that I've ever seen. Yes. And the thing that we have honestly found is a lot of people like to get the fans that you put around your neck and you have like the two sides that face up at you. We tried those. And I will say that we didn't try them since you have been able to go without wearing masks. This is also true. However, what we did find was that one, they didn't last long enough. No. And two, they weren't like strong enough. And because of the fact that you actually had to use it on high most of the day right. to actually feel it, it kind of killed the battery very quickly. Right. And we found that the handheld fans really work better. However, um, you might find that if you know, you're somebody who has a stroller with you or you have a loved one who has to use a wheelchair, you might need one that attaches to something like that. So in some way, shape, or form, we recommend definitely having battery-operated fans. And if you want to uh, buy the one that, uh, that we're talking about right now, just shoot us a message on any one of our social media pages, and we'll be happy to send you the link. Yeah, we can definitely get you guys that. Now, attached to that, we also want you guys to not have your phones die on you. So, or your fans. Or your fans die on you. So um, in terms of, of electronics, we're kind of roping these two together. You need that battery-operated fan, but you also need a portable battery. Now, there are tons of these on Amazon so um, or anywhere that you look. We like to get ours on Amazon because you kind of get to look at like the reviews and stuff. Right. But if you're spending, you know... 14 days away or 14 days, 14 hours away from your hotel. That's a long park day, Dan. That's a long park day. If you're spending 14 hours away from your room, most likely your phone is going to die or at least get really low, especially if you're like us. We like to take pictures, videos, all those things. So having a portable battery is going to be so important so you don't miss those moments. And if you have a big group, you need to be able to stick together, and that's going to be the best way to communicate. Absolutely. And, and having that portable battery doesn't mean you have to have your phone or your fan attached to it the whole time. It's just there in case the battery gets low or it's near dying and you can recharge it and then unplug it when you need to. And one thing that I think that is really important is you also need a portable battery because a lot of the stuff that you do at the parks, any park, um, you're doing through their app. And so being able to see wait times, what's down, show times, order food. Mm -hmm. um, there's so many different things that you need to be able to be doing through your phone. And if you don't have your phone, it kind of cuts you off at the knees and it can be really tough to be able to make it around the park in a, a positive and like successful way. Now, can you just kind of go blindly? Yeah, but it's always better to be able to know what you're getting into when you try to go on all the rides. Absolutely. And now I just wanted to sort of talk about something here where it, the, the new Disney security at all the theme parks, basically what you do is you walk through these two things that look like airplane wings and it basically scans your bag and you don't even have to have anybody rifle through your bag or anything. It, the bag check is super seamless. However, this item, this portable battery is something that you do need to take out of your bag and hold in your hand while you walk through the metal detectors that they have now, or else you will get stopped and somebody will have to go through your bag to make sure that you don't have anything suspicious. Uh, there is a very short list of things that, that you need to take out of your bag. One of them is definitely a portable battery, and an, another one is going to be mentioned a little bit later on our list um, that you'll need to take out of your bag if it does, in fact, fit in your bag. Now, there's one thing I also want to mention for those of you who wear glasses. Um, if you have glasses, like regular, like reading glasses, you know, that you wear normally, like I wear glasses when I'm at the computer, when I'm driving, those will set off th those alarms. Really? Yeah. And because there were a couple of times where they would like chase me down and be like, excuse me, ma'am. And I'd be like, oh, I just have like Mickey ears on. Like, what do you want from <laughs> me? Um, but like, and I felt like I didn't have anything in my bag or I only had the essentials that we have listed here in my bag, nothing that I would be concerned about, but, um, glasses are one that will set off the alarms. So, um, know that if you are going to the parks and you have those with you. Now, when we say the words park bag, I usually bring a, a like a lighter size backpack with me. 
Uh, because, you know, if I ever buy anything in the store or it, just the stuff that I'm carrying with me, I'd rather not hold it in my hands. I'd rather just comfortably sit on my back. Um, Danny usually brings a lounge fly or, or, or a backpack if she, uh, if she chooses to carry a bigger one. Um, and most of these items will all fit in either one of our bags when we go together. So we're not going to say that, you know, you got to bring a duffel bag to fit all this stuff to the park, uh, all these essentials that we're going to go over in this episode, just a reasonable size backpack. And it's not even overstuffed when you have it all in there. One thing I do want to piggyback off of what you just said is it also depends on which park you're at, because if you are at Disney, you can bring a lot of your bags on the ride. Great point. Um, if you're at Universal, you want either a lounge fly or something that An, can a like smaller backpack. Yeah, something that can almost get like squished down. Because some of the bags that I used to bring to Disney, like a school backpack almost, would never fit in any of the um, any of the lockers at Universal. That's a great point. Now, the Universal does offer bigger lockers that you can actually pay $2 each time you use them. And the only time you really have to put anything in the lockers if you go on some sort of roller coaster, whether it be Velocicoaster, Mummy, Rip Ride Rocket, Hagrid's. Uh, other than that, other than the roller coasters, you basically can either carry a fanny pack on you or keep whatever's in your pocket on you at all times. Yeah. And then SeaWorld, you're, you do have to pay for a locker. They, I believe they usually have like a flat fee for the whole day or you can pay per ride. So it depends on what you're doing. Right. And for those, their lockers are a little bit bigger. But the worst thing is like bringing a a bigger bag to Universal and then realizing that you have to pay every single time you ride because you your bag isn't going to fit in the tiny lockers. Right. But um, yeah, so keep that in mind when you guys are packing for your park day. You also need that perfect size bag so that it doesn't give you any problems. Now, speaking of not giving you any problems, as we said, that heat can give you a lot of problems. And the next thing we're going to mention is something called a cooling towel. Now, have you ever used a cooling towel before you moved down here? Huh. Before I moved down here, I was going to say I was going to answer you kind of sarcastically because you know I have a cooling towel. Well, I do know this. But prior to moving down here, no, I was actually kind of skeptical of, skeptical of them um, for whatever they charge in the parks because we bought them forever ago, maybe like 15 bucks, something like that. Yeah. Um, I was skeptical at it would it keep you like actually cool. Like how does it stay cool? Basically, how the technology works is... You wet the towel and you put it on whatever part of your body you want to keep cool the most. And that's it. And I'll tell you from personal ex experience, the Disney ones that we bought, we had Mickey Mouse on them. Um, they worked like a charm because normally I work outside. So my legs and my arms and my face kind of get beat by the sun all day. Mm -hmm. And so they're kind of used to it. Sure. But there's other parts of my body like the back of my neck or like my upper arms or somewhere that's not always exposed, usually either get sunburned or I get like the, the heat rash bumps or something like that on there. And I'll tell you one thing, these cooling towels, I wet one and I put it around my neck and I swear to you guys, it kept me significantly cooler in the parks. And the nice thing about these is they're very, very easy to throw in your bag once they've dried off. And right. in the heat, they're going to dry off, you know, decently fast. Once you're done using it, you can just put it back in your bag. So um, we definitely recommend having cooling towels. Now, do you have to get the ones from Disney? No, you no. don't have to get the ones no, from they Disney. they sell them everywhere. Yeah, they sell them everywhere. However, I will say the ones from Disney are super cute. <laughs> and now I will preface this by saying that it's not going to feel like you put an ice pack around your neck. It's not going to be cold, per se. Right. It's going to keep your neck cooler than it would have if you didn't have it. Right. I mean, I think that they're essential because when we haven't had them on days specifically, I would say, in parks like um, Animal Kingdom. Yes. You wish you had them. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing that is the equivalent of this because when it, it stays cool on you, where if you were to like have a towel and wet it, the towel is going to get hot. And so that might make you a little bit... It'll help, but it's still going to not be as comfortable as a cooling towel. Now, if you have to put your cooling towel back in your bag for any reason and you want to keep the rest of your bag dry, that brings us to our next item on our list, and that is just some spare plastic bags. Yeah. Now, these are great for 
A, if you go on something like Splash Mountain or Cali River Rapids, if you want to put your phone in there to protect it, uh, you can put... Uh, if you bring anything else with you that you want to keep dry, you can put them in plastic bags, whether it's the quart size sandwich bags or it's the gallon freezer bags or even just some regular shopping bags. Just stuff a couple in your bag and just have things to put wet things in there or things to keep things dry in there. Now, if you're traveling here, one thing that I usually like to recommend is to just go to like Walmart, Target, someplace like that, even like the dollar store and just get a little box of bags so you yeah. have it for the entirety of your trip one thing that we have learned is that if you try to use like the disney bags or the universal bags like from the stores if you hold on to them in your hands they will act the color will actually come off yeah. on your hands yep. from the water so um they those are definitely something you can use however um you know, your hands will turn like blue. <laughs> magical blue hands. <laughs> yeah, magical blue hands. And so um, that's something to keep in mind. Um, and also, even if you're not looking at going on a water ride, it rains a lot here in Florida. Uh -huh. And you really, really, really don't want to get caught in a rainstorm and have those electronics that you brought with you and that are helping you out be soaked and unable to use for the remainder of your trip. Correct. So definitely, definitely plastic bags are a must have specifically Ziploc bags of any and all sizes that you would find useful. Just keeps the water out. Now, speaking of getting wet, like we said, it rains a lot here. The Just next about every day between two and six, somewhere been in there. It's raining a lot recently. We had like three rainstorms this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> Which is crazy. Yeah, it's been very rainy. Well, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, over the next couple of days that it, it'll cool down or it'll stop raining just a little bit. But one thing that I think everyone should have and in whatever form that they would like to is something to prevent that rain from getting all over their clothes. Yes. There is nothing worse than being completely dry and getting caught in a downpour and then having to walk around in completely wet clothes in a theme park. That is a recipe for disaster. It's so uncomfortable. It's just, yeah. And, and you don't dry quickly. No, you don't. But what do you do to prevent that? Um, we recommend bringing something to keep that from happening. So whether that's a poncho, some kind of rain gear, a raincoat, an umbrella, something to prevent the rain from getting on you. Because if you're coming to visit Florida during the summer, which if you're listening, these are our tips for that. You're going to meet rain. The ponchos are a must. Now, Disney does sell ponchos. They're a little bit more pricey. I think the, the, the cheaper uh, ponchos, I think, are like five bucks a piece, something like that. But if you guys are looking to save a couple of bucks and you made it all the way down to Orlando and you're like, crap, I'm listening to this episode of a couple of park hoppers and I don't have a poncho with oh, me. No. Where, where could I go to get one? Well, you can basically go to any Target, Walmart, dollar store, anything like that, and you'll find ponchos for under a dollar. And just grab like a dozen of them just to have them. Um, if you don't use them, then so be it. Save it for your next Disney trip. But... They are so worth having because they will protect your shirt, your shorts, your underwear, your... If they're long enough on you, they'll protect your socks and sneakers. Your undergarments. Your undergarments. <laughs> it's just... It's it's a must to have. You can just rip the bag open and throw it over your head in a pinch when you see that a storm is coming down Main Street USA at you. Uh, it, it's just... It's a must to have. And when you buy them, they're folded up like super small into tiny little bags that won't take up any space in your park bag that we're trying to fill for you. I feel like sometimes the ones that you can get at like a store are usually like the size of like a pack a of phone. fruit snacks yeah. even. Yeah, or a phone. Um, but the thing is, you can throw it at the bottom of your bag. Now, I will say that it is good to have more than one. Um, they are super small. And on top of that, if after the rainstorm, you try to crunch it back up to throw in your bag, it doesn't quite fit in the way that it came out. No, but it's also a little wet, which you can then throw in one of your plastic bags hey, that you have you in got, your backpack. You got everything you need. Wow. <laughs> it's like we knew what we're doing or oh, something. Oh, my goodness. It sometimes seems like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the next thing we're going to talk about is also related to water, but it's not about getting that water all over you. It's about getting that water 
inside of you. (laughs) Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Well, one thing that we have learned is that on top of it being very, very hot here, if you do not hydrate, you will succumb to the heat. Um, and I got to hydrate during the show. Here, ready? Oh, um, <sighs> there we go. That was very good. I'm going to take some water too. <laughs> I'm sipping through a straw. Oh, so it wasn't as the... no... <sighs> there you go. There we go. Thirst quenched. Now, here's the thing, guys. You need to drink water here. And one thing that we have been taught is that if you are thirsty, your body is already dehydrated. And when you come to Disney, a lot of times, or Disney, Universal, SeaWorld, you're so excited. You get up, you got to get coffee, you're trying to rope drop. The last thing on your mind is going to be hydrating. So by the time you're super thirsty, your body is already dehydrated. So what we first off recommend is hydrating all the time when you first get up at the end of the day. But when you're at the parks, we definitely recommend either having a refillable water bottle or a refillable park cup. Now, refillable water bottles, you can use at any park. Um, Parks like Universal have a refillable park cup that you pay for. And then every day you actually pay about $10 and you're able to get refills all over the park. And that it it just comes in clutch. Yeah. And those refills are out of a Coke freestyle machine. So it's soda, there's water, there's Powerade, there's iced tea. There's a million different things you can choose from. I really wish the Disney parks would incorporate that because... Uh, when you have to go into a store and if you want a soda or a Powerade, it's 4 or $5 every single time, whereas Universal, they use, use their cup and you can just get it basically all day for 10 bucks, which is great. Right. And at any of these parks, if you say, hey, can I have like a big glass of water? They'll give you a big cup of water yeah. free of charge and you can fill up that refillable water bottle if you, if you don't have the opportunity to bet, get like a park cup. Right. But... We cannot stress enough how important it is to always hydrate when you're at the parks. There is nothing that will ruin your day faster than getting overheated, than getting nauseous, than getting, you know, some sort of heat related. I don't want to say heat stroke because that's pretty intense, but just like overheated. Yeah, because I mean, but the thing is, you know, if you're not hydrating or somebody isn't in your party isn't hydrating, you know, it can get you know, you're going to be spending the day at first aid instead of spending the day having fun at one of these parks. Exactly. Um, One other thing that we wanted to uh, throw in our park bag, kind of along the same lines, you know, nobody likes somebody when they're thirsty, but nobody ever likes somebody when they're hungry. Don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that. Little Miss Hangry over here. I am like, oh. (laughs) When she gets hungry, you don't want to make her angry. I just get very hangry. And it's like a real, but that's like a real scientific thing. It's like, I'm angry that I'm, that like my blood sugar is doing this to me. Yeah. I can't focus when I'm hungry. Sure. Um, So one of the things that we wanted to touch on putting in your park bag was just some simple snacks. And another thing that our box of plastic bags would come in handy for Say you want to bring, you know, some Cheez-Its or something to the parks. You buy a box of Cheez-Its and you dump them in a, in a quart-sized plastic bag and boom, park snack. There you go. Yeah. I mean, I like to usually throw stuff at the bottom of my bag. And if I eat it, great. And if I don't, oh, well. Um, stuff that's non-perishable because sometimes you don't know the way your park day is going to go. You mean go. like canned goods? Yes. I would like to uh, <laughs> always recommend people to bring a can of green beans into the park. <laughs> Um, what a weird thing to say i don't know when i think of canned food i think of green beans what do you think you're so tired of of chicken nuggets and hot dogs and french fries you're like i'm tired of this fried park food i want some green beans (laughs) i like i like green beans (laughs) out of a can in a theme park (laughs) i mean they're good for dinner when you cook them (laughs) i feel like a can of green beans would definitely set off the you want a can of corn while you're at it I'm going to sit on the hub grass and open I'm my... I'm hungry and have a couple of kernels here while we sit on the hub grass. <laughs> even though <laughs> even though I want a hot dog real bad. Speaking of hot dogs, tomorrow, June 30th, <laughs> Casey's Corner is reopening to the public just in time for the fireworks at Magic Kingdom on Thursday, which we will be at yes. streaming live. So you can join us on our social media pages 
uh, facebook.com slash parkhopper show. We will be streaming the return of Happily Ever After live on our Facebook page this Thursday, July 1st. Yes, and if you watch with us tomorrow night, if you're there live with us, share it, invite your friends, tag your friends. We want everybody to experience the magic um, tomorrow. But uh, one thing we don't recommend is eating canned green beans tomorrow <laughs> and to have a better snack. Yeah, go get uh, some corn dog nuggets from Casey's. Yes. But um, in terms of snacks, I do want to name like a couple things. Yeah. Like fruit snacks are always good. Those are good, yep. Um, I personally like to bring in almonds, like, okay. uh, like a little bag of almonds. You're nuts. Oh, I am. <laughs> I like these things called chicken sriracha bars. Too hot for me. Yeah, they're um, by... Um, I think they're by a brand called Epic. Yes. And yes. so they're spicy. Yeah. So they're really good. They make a lot of uh, really tasty. It's almost like jerky, but kind of, um, yeah. they come in like single portions. So you can just grab one and throw it at the bottom of your bag. Depending on the park that you go to, you could bring in something like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what else, you know, bags of chips. Mm. Pretzels are always a good Chips and pretzels choice. are what I was going to suggest. My favorite park snack, I like to go buy one of those bags of uh, Lay's Poppables. Mm -hmm. I like the the green bag, the sea salt kind. And I just put them into a quart size bag, a Ziploc bag, and that's my park snack. Yeah, I like um, Triscuits, throwing yeah. some Triscuits yep. in a uh, in a bag. There's one, there's one Triscuit that's like dill and olive oil and it's really really good you like the weirdest stuff i know chicken sriracha bars and dill dill wheat thins <laughs> it's like whoa. i did not see wheat thins i said triscuits oh, same difference <laughs> but guys anything that's easy to snack on that's yeah. the biggest thing something that's popcorn. not gonna not, that's not gonna go bad in your bag popcorn yeah you can bring like smart food and stuff like that Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess I was just, I was like thinking of like the popcorn like in the bucket. Well, yeah, you can get it in the bucket or you can put it in one of your plastic bags that you bring <laughs> with you because the plastic bags are probably the most essential item on this list. Yeah, it, it, it is true. It's very true. But whatever snacks that you guys like um, that's non-perishable, easy to bring with you, we definitely recommend um, having that because in a pinch, you're going to be really glad that you have it with you. Absolutely. Now... We're talking about heat and sun and summer and hot. And yeah, I was just quoting all off there. Um, but the most important thing, guys, is your health and safety. And it is really, really essential, especially for those of you who are Irish or you burn or anything like that, sunblock. You must absolutely positively have sunblock with you in the parks at all times, either that or in your car before you go in through the gates. Yes, and we recommend this to everybody because here's the thing. Even on cloudy days, that sun will get you. You will smell like bacon. Um, it's my best frying noise. I personally very much like to have um, the... The I forgot what it's called. It's like the deodorant stick of sunblock. Oh, it's like yeah, the, I saw that over the, there. the small one. Yeah. Um, I usually keep that in the side of my bag because I usually like to like get sprayed down when we first start and right. then reapply as necessary. Yeah. Especially if you're going on water rides, that stuff can wash right off. Yeah. And I mean, if you have a bunch of people with you throwing it like a one of the sprays of sunblock in is is really gonna be helpful because Sweat is going to make that sunblock come off. Um, if you're there for, you know, 12 hours or park hopping, that sunblock is not going to last that long. So you are definitely going to want to reapply. And that's another thing that I would suggest getting at a Walmart, Target, Dollar Tree, anything oh, yes. like that. Because inside the parks, if you wait to buy a sunscreen inside there, it's going to cost you probably twice as much as anywhere else. Yeah. And you also kind of want the brand that you want. Because right, yeah. I think one time we bought sunblock and it was, it was just like baby sunscreen. Well, it was like a baby sunscreen that was a lotion that you had to rub in. And I feel like the reason you get like the spray sunblock. So you don't have to rub it so in. So you don't have to like rub it in. At least yeah. that's why I like it. Same. Because um, after I like rub in sunblock, I'm always like, oh, now I have to wash my hands because right. my hands feel all sunblocky. And I don't, you know, want my hands to be all sunblocky. And. I just, I don't know, like when we had that, when we were using it, we would spray it on. I'd be like, okay, now I have to like rub it in, which isn't that big of a deal, but I would catch myself trying to like 
rub one of my arms on top of the other to rub it in without having to use my hands <laughs> and like yeah. just never got the application to be as good as it needed to be. But again, guys, sunblock is so essential and we recommend bringing yours from home not only so that you have the choice of what you like, but also so that you're not spending an arm and a leg at the parks to get that sunblock. Absolutely. So just make sure you grab the right SPF for you and get that sunscreen and bring that into the parks with you uh, for those really, really hot, sunny days. Now, I want to preface this next one by, as someone who usually wears a hat to the parks, I usually don't have to worry about this, but Danny and all these other ladies that I see in the parks all the time, a ton of them have those mini ears on. I have a few. And those are great, but they do not protect your head whatsoever. So the next thing on our list is head protection, whether it be hats or hair accessories that you can adjust during the day, stuff to protect the top of your head and your scalp, and even a hat with a brim on it will protect your forehead and sometimes your face, depending on which way the sun is facing. Um, I cannot recommend wearing a hat to the parks enough. So one thing I recommend if you're like me and you do like to wear mini ears, I recommend either bringing hair accessories to adjust your hair during the day um, or bring a hat to switch into. If you've been following us for a while, one thing that you'll realize is that for <laughs> when it was a little bit cooler, I was wearing a lot of mini ears. And a lot of times more recently, you will catch me with a hat on and with my hair in two braided pigtails. Now, the reason for that is first off, because my hair is really, really long. I haven't been home to Texas in a while to get my hair cut. And um, second, because it's so hot. It's just so hot and humid that I will literally try to do my hair. And probably about two hours in, I'm like, why did I do that? <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's so frizzy and crazy in the humidity. Yeah. Like I, I just, and I'm always telling him, I'm like, oh my gosh, why did I do this? Why did I, now my hair, it looks like a lion's mane. And I always say that. And, but the thing is I want cute pictures but sometimes that's not always the best idea, especially when it's so hot. So again, if you're going to wear mini ears, definitely recommend having hair accessories to be able to get your hair off your neck. Um, having a hat is so, so, so important, um, especially at some of the parks. I feel like sometimes there's not as much shade as we would like. Right. So having that hat is going to keep you a little bit cooler. Now, I, I would recommend bringing your most breathable hats that you have or even buying one off-site. You can try them on because the Disney Parks hats don't exactly breathe well. They're rather thick and, and sort of, um, I don't want to say cheaply made, but they, they definitely aren't of the best quality. I would say that they're not necessarily made, made for summer. Yeah, they're not necessarily made for... Um, specifically for keeping you cool breathability they're made to be a good souvenir when you go home correct now i will say that i wear a lot of the disney hats in the park anyway but um i'm i'm actually like really excited the other day uh bill got me a hat and it's supposed to be super breathable and I'm super excited to test it yeah. out. It's my favorite color. I went over to the uh, Lake Buena Vista golf course, uh, the Disney golf course, and picked out a, uh, a hat for Danny. Then they have some really great breathable hats over there. They've got Adidas. They've got Nike. They've got all kinds of stuff with golfing characters on them, which is even super, uh, even more fun. Yeah. So definitely go over to either there or the Palm Magnolia and Oak Trail Pro Shops, and that's over at the Shades of Green Resort, and check out their selection of much more breathable hats than the parks have. Yeah, I will come back and report because I'm used to wearing just normal hats not made for cooling off, and this specifically is made to be more breathable. So overall, we want to make sure that whatever you're wearing on your head is keep like taking part in having you have a fun day. And sometimes if you don't have that right stuff on top of your head, um, it can just really make you a little bit miserable. Yeah, and extra sweaty. Extra, extra sweaty. Now, one thing that kind of goes with this, and I think is so, so important, uh, especially if you don't have them, you will immediately go try to find them, are good sunglasses. Yeah. And uh, now by good, meaning uh, polarized is usually the best kind of sunglasses that you can wear. They're definitely most protection, UV protection for your eyes. Um, but as long as they're comfortable and they look good, then great. 
Yeah. I've been thinking about investing in like a little bit more expensive sunglasses. I have been very much known to spend $20 on sunglasses. Or less. Or less. (laughs) and too. And wear them until they have scratches on them that are starting to hurt my eyeballs. Right. Yeah, exactly. But I very much tend to stick to like one kind of sunglasses and I'll buy multiple of them. Years ago, I was always wearing like that bright pink color sunglasses. Oh, yeah. Um, I wore them all the time and then I lost my pair of sunglasses and I tried to replace it and I found the ones that I'm currently wearing, not like currently in this moment, but right now (laughs) she wears her sunglasses at night. I wear my sunglasses at night. (laughs) Um, but I, there are these white sunglasses that I wear and they've been super comfortable and super great. However, I will tell you that I haven't seen them in a while. So here soon, I'm probably going to have to switch out to a new pair of sunglasses. But regardless, you have to have a good pair of sunglasses when you're at the parks. Um, if you break them or lose them, I promise you, you're that's going to be the next stop on your list. The best happy medium for good sunglasses in the parks is to find something either on Amazon or maybe like a Walmart, Target, whatever. Spend 15 to 20 bucks on a good pair of sunglasses just in case because there is a chance that... They, they warn you against it, but there is a chance that you may lose them on a ride or lose them in one of the seat front pockets on a ride that you have to tuck them into. You could put or them you down somewhere. Put them down somewhere or they break in your bag or, or something. If, if, you, if you buy a really expensive pair of sunglasses, you're going to be a lot more upset if they break or you lose them. Well, the last time I lost a pair of sunglasses, I went on Expedition Everest. I took off my ears and I took off my sunglasses and I put it into the pouch in front of me. Mm-hmm. And which they direct you to do, which is, yeah. So I was following directions, but then when I got out, you know, you're, you're all excited that you just went on the ride. I must've pulled out my ears and left my sunglasses in there. And when I went back, they were like, we don't know they're gone. (laughs) So, and that's when I had to buy sunglasses. So we definitely recommend at least one pair. If you're concerned about it, Throw another pair in your bag to be safe. But definitely you need at least one good pair of sunglasses. And if you're partial to the, you know, the Maui gyms, the Oakleys, the Ray-Bans, you know, the expensive ones, then you do you. But we, we would suggest that, you know, if you, you buy like a mediocre pair, uh, mediocre priced pair of sunglasses, just in case anything happens to them on your trip, you won't be devastated. Yeah. I mean, I like my $20 pair of sunglasses, yeah. but, you know, whatever works for you, make sure you have protective eyewear exactly now um this is the last thing on our list and then we're um, i'd really like to go through and just kind of in one fell swoop go through top to bottom so that they can hear it and they can write it down absolutely um but the last thing on our list is going to be extra clothing for rain or sweat now whether you are there for four hours or 14 hours at a theme park um it's hot you know yourself best some people like to bring an extra T-shirt. Some people like to bring a change of socks. Some people like to bring a whole change of clothes. Um, if you go on water rides, you might want to have a swimsuit that you have underneath and maybe you change out of. Um, but whatever you do, if you think that any part of your clothing is going to, I guess, expire <laughs> during the day and you don't, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> expire, that it, it's past its date. Oh. Like, we need to get rid of it. It doesn't have a best if used by? Uh, I mean, in the Florida heat, it yeah, kind of does. That's true, yeah. Um, make sure that you pack that with you because I will tell you that there is nothing worse than having wet socks and having to walk around in them during the day. Uh-huh. Now, I, I'm going to give you guys a... What I think by many would be considered a fashion faux pas. Oh, no. Uh, it's a oh, fashion, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> a fashion travesty. But I've found that this is wildly comfortable for me. I like to go to the parks now in Crocs and socks. And you're going to laugh, but try it. I promise it's you. Just it's, hearing you say it, it's it super, so funny. super comfortable. And because of that, I never have to bring an extra pair of shoes with me to uh to change into if they get wet because if it's gonna rain i'll just take those darn socks off and i'll just be in my crocs which are waterproof and if they get wet i can just find a bathroom and i can use a paper towel and i can dry off the insides yeah and so crocs and socks is where it's at y'all because (laughs) it is it's super comfy it's super convenient and then 
what I can do is I can take my socks off, put them in a plastic bag. That you have in your bag. Already. Yeah. And then keep them dry for when the rain stops, dry my Crocs off, and then put the socks back on inside the Crocs and walk around with that fashion faux pas the rest of the day. I just do want to note that some of our friends have actually been calling Crocs in socks the bill. Yes. And yes. So uh, I'm proud of it. Yes. I so started a trend. It, you are very fashion It's forward. very comfy. Strongly recommend. Well, we're going to go ahead and go from top to bottom. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start with one through ten in no particular order. So if you guys want to kind of go over what we did today. Um, first thing is going to be number one, battery operated fan and portable battery. Number two, a cooling towel. Number three, poncho, rain gear, or an umbrella, whatever, some something of your choosing to keep you dry. Number four, plastic bags. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Plastic <laughs> bags. Very necessary. The most essential. Number five, refillable water bottle or refillable park cup. Now I want to stop you right there real quick. We did mention it earlier that the portable battery is something that you would need to take out of your bag in the security line as they exist now. The portable battery, an umbrella, and if you have one of those metal refillable water bottles, all of those need to come out of your bag while you walk through the security metal detectors now, or else you'll just get flagged and they'll have to look through your bag. Yes, exactly. Now, some of the things that don't have to come out of your bag. Um, number, uh, number six, snacks. Number seven, sunblock. Number eight, head protection of some sort. Hats, hair accessories, um, anything like that. Um, number nine, good sunglasses. And number 10, extra clothing for rain and or sweat. Bring an extra t-shirt, put it inside a plastic bag <laughs> uh, in case you don't want to have to go buy a $25 t-shirt when yours gets wet. Yeah. Now, we do want to talk about a couple honorable mentions. Yeah. As we were making this list, we had a couple of things that, you know, during COVID times, which are still going on, it's not over, but it's, it's getting there. But during COVID time, some of these things were still kind of essential for your park bag. Right. And we just decided to exclude them from our top 10 list. And we're just going to kind of briefly go over them right now. So um, the first one is one that probably everybody has with them. And it's something that's good to have pre-COVID and post-COVID. Yeah. And um, that's going to be hand sanitizer and wet wipes. Um a little while ago, there was hand sanitizer everywhere, like everywhere. Like you would walk five feet and hit a hand sanitizer dispenser. Now there's hand sanitizer places, but it's not quite everywhere. Right. So we definitely recommend having your own, whether you're enjoying one of those park snacks from your bag, um, wet wipes in case maybe you're stopping and want to clear off your space. Um, just staying clean and healthy is really important, especially as all of these parks start to like have a full capacity again of, of national and international visitors of all varieties who everyone carries germs. It's Disney's like the germ capital of the world. Yeah. COVID. So always good to have sanitizer or wipe things off before you, uh, before you use them. Yeah. Um, the second thing on our list is not essential for those who are fully vaccinated. Now fully vaccinated means two weeks after your second dose of your vaccine for COVID-19. Um, they are still recommending that people who are not fully vaccinated do wear masks indoors. Um, it is no longer required for guests to wear them outdoors, but they do still recommend that fully vaccinated, uh, uh, not fully vaccinated guests still wear masks indoors. It's kind of an honor system at this point, but you do absolutely right now still have to wear them on all forms of Disney transportation. Yes. Yeah, so um, Universal and SeaWorld do not require masks anywhere from what I understand. Correct. Um, but Disney, you do still need to wear them at that time during Disney transportation. On monorail, Skyliner, and the... Uh, buses. The buses. Thank you. Yeah. So make sure you have those. Again, these are honorable mentions. Uh, masks, I'm hoping soon, will be a thing of the past. So that that's why we want to put in an honorable mention. I think it's sooner than you think. I hope so. Now, the next thing is one that... You don't necessarily need, but a lot of times people don't realize that they want it until they can't get it. Yeah. And that's going to be gum. Yep. So if you're eating all day in the parks, you woke up early, you had your coffee, there's probably at some point that you're going to be like, hey, 
I want to pop a stick of gum. I want to be minty fresh. My breath is a little stanky. Or I'm feeling a little parched. Yeah. And we don't have, we don't need to wear those masks anymore. (laughs) Breathing in our own musk. So now, (laughs) now you, you know, you're breathing around other people without that protection. So you need gum in the parks now. Um, Now, specifically, gum is not sold on Walt Disney property. Correct. And so if you come to vacation specifically at Disney, you need to bring your own gum. And that's just something that's good to have. Um, I I always like to have like mints or gum with me. I've always got a little, one of those little tubs of gum in my bag. Yeah. It's always good to have for the both of us. I'm curious, um, does SeaWorld or Universal sell gum? I doubt it. I don't think so. Probably not. Especially SeaWorld. Yeah, we'll have to check next time. But... um, regardless of all the parks, bring your own gum. Everybody has preference for their own gum too. Mm -hmm. So bring the gum you like. Exactly. Um, The next one, the next thing as an honorable mention, I really, really think that a lot of people do not uh, put enough, I don't know, importance into this. Yeah. And I myself have not put enough importance into this. And I live here. Like (laughs) I live down the street. But I have still found myself making this mistake. And one of the honorable mentions is having an appropriate outfit and shoes. And before you get started, I don't mean appropriate like don't show any skin. I don't mean appropriate like don't wear this, don't wear that. I mean, be comfortable. Right. A lot of times we'll see like people wearing or like usually women wearing heels in the parks. Those people are crazy. I mean, if anybody is wearing heels to the parks more power to you. Don't walk in the middle of Main Street. I mean, <laughs> I can't even imagine. I can't walk on those those trolley tracks with sneakers on. <laughs> yeah, and and then you know one thing that we also see are people who wear like long sleeves and like jeans yeah. in the park. Crazy. A lot of time they're like people who tend to be a little bit older. They must not sweat. <laughs> well, a lot of times those are the people that you see getting, you know, the paramedics are coming sure, for them. Sure, yeah, that too. Like, I feel like a lot of times when we do see people who are sitting down overheated, you can tell like, okay, you're probably not dressed appropriately because you're overheated. I think honestly, the only time I haven't gone to a park and dressed appropriately <laughs> was last Halloween. Oh my goodness. Remember how hot those costumes were? But so, it was so much fun because going as Captain America and Captain Marvel as we did last year. It was so much it fun. It was so much fun. People wanted to take pictures with us and like... People wanted to like touch my Captain America shield and like fist bump me and like it was it was super fun. Um, but I would not recommend that regularly. I have never <laughs> been so close to passing out in front of the castle from heat <laughs> that day. Yeah, and I mean, by the time that we went to the bathroom and changed, um, I mean, I don't think I could have spent another minute in that costume. Right. So that was not necessarily an appropriate outfit for how hot it was, especially since we were wearing face masks also. So it made it even hotter. Um, but overall, we want make sure you have comfortable shoes. Um, do not come to any of these parks and try to break in shoes. You will oh, no. very much regret it. Crocs and socks, people. Crocs and socks. Um, do the bill. Yeah. And then it, whatever you're wearing, make sure that you're ready to walk between five to 10 miles in. Because if you have, you know, shorts that tend to ride up, um, if you have, you know, a shirt that isn't like if you're carrying stuff and something's rubbing on you, like you're going to start uh, getting blisters. You're going to get rashes on yourself. The heat, Irritation. the heat plus uncomfortable outfits and shoes does not mix. It makes for a miserable combination. Yeah. However, that's going to bring us to our very last honorable mention. And if you do find that you're miserable, you've got blisters, maybe you have a headache, maybe your tummy hurts, you can head over to first aid in any of the parks. And our honorable mention are things like moleskin, band-aids, medicines. Now, here's the thing. You honestly cannot walk into the park with an entire first aid kit in your bag. There's just not really enough room for it. And a lot of times you're not going to need that stuff. But um, honorable mention is going to be if you're the type that you know you get blisters, you know that you get headaches, 
maybe, you know, you're lactose intolerant and you need to have something so that you can enjoy certain snacks. Make sure you have those things with you. But again, if you don't, you can head over to First Aid at any of the parks and they will be able to assist you. And I will tell you, we have used it before. It has been such a lifesaver to help us enjoy the parks. They have first aid centers at all of the Disney parks, and they also have first aid centers at Universal Studios Florida and Universal's Islands of Adventure, also at SeaWorld and Legoland if you want to go there. They do have first aid at all of those parks. Um, you can look it up on Google. You look it up on Undercover Tourist. You can find exactly where those locations are in all the parks. Yeah. One thing I will mention is um, I believe if you go to like a SeaWorld park and you're having allergies, they will only give you like a loratadine or like a, a 24-hour medicine. They actually won't give you Benadryl so that um, you don't get sleepy. Oh, interesting. So if you are the type that needs to take allergy medication, make sure you have that with you because um, at least SeaWorld, in my experience, will not offer you like a 24-hour antihistamine. They, are, they will give you Benadryl though. So those kind of things you definitely want to make sure you have with you. Now, you can just bring a couple of Band-Aids, some moleskin, you know, some pain medication, all that stuff you could put inside a plastic bag yeah. <laughs> inside of your backpack. But if you don't have that stuff with you, don't feel like you need to go to one of the stores and buy it. One of the secret hidden tricks, I guess, or of the park goers is the first aid centers at the Disney parks, where they're just one day, a couple of months ago, Danny had a headache at Magic Kingdom. We went over to the first aid center and we walked in and said, "We have she has a headache. We're looking for some ibuprofen. And they were like, put your name down here. And then they handed her two packets of ibuprofen. Yeah, it, it took just, me it like 30 very seconds. Simple, like, very quick. And she got her ibuprofen and we were good. Yeah, and I think the reason that I had needed it was, um, it was one, it was hot outside. And two, I think that I hadn't drank enough water. So like these things that we're telling you, um, it's not because, you know, we're we're just hoping that these help. It's because from experience, these will make or break your days. But again, um, being able to have that was so amazing because, I mean, if I just had to run around with a headache, it's just, and it's already hot outside it's and not I'm, fun. I'm dehydrated. I mean, it's so easy to get dehydrated at the mm -hmm. parks, especially with the humidity going up so much. And that's the main reason why we wanted to do this list for you guys because it is still late june it's going to be really really hot down here in florida till probably mid to late september early october all summer it's going to be really really hot at the parks yeah so we wanted to come up with a list to help you guys prepare for your park days so you didn't have any miserable experiences you didn't pass out from dehydration you didn't uh, go around walking around with blisters all day you didn't get hungry you stayed dry in the rain that's the main reason why we wanted to come up with this list for you guys and just to kind of help you out on your on your park days thanks for listening to a couple of park hoppers podcast don't forget to rate review and subscribe on apple podcasts Spotify, and all other podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Park Hoppers Show. Visit youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and subscribe to our channel for theme park videos, live streams, and more. And don't miss out on your chance to play your part in the magic by visiting patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you around, around the parks. parks.